The Gym Channel Podcast, bringing you the big picture on geoscientific information management through interviews and discussions. Welcome to The Gym Channel. Our podcast channel features guest speakers from the natural resources industries with an interest and focus on digital technologies and geoscientific information management. If you're enjoying our podcast series, please leave some feedback through your podcast player or on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from our community. Featured in this episode is guest speaker Tanya Matviva, director of Camney Chain. Tanya is joined by Greg Ashcroft from Acquire to discuss the rapidly evolving world of blockchain technology and mining. Hi, Tanya. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your current role? Uh, thank you for interest, Greg. Um, so my name is Tanya Matviva. I'm based in the UK, and I'm a director of a startup consultancy company called Kamni Chain. I started this company in 2019. I'm a geologist um, by my whole life experience. Uh, and as a geologist, I had to deal with data a lot in mineral exploration, and that um, led to my interest in data management uh, and i decided to start a company um, to specifically promote the use of blockchain technology in mining industry because i believe uh, it has a great role and i think mining industry needs some additional help to get going and that's what our company is trying to do oh interesting so when i hear about blockchain the first thing that comes to my mind is cryptocurrency and, and that's about as much as I know about it. So what exactly is blockchain technology? Blockchain technology is actually distributed or shared database. Uh, indeed, its main application that is known widely right now is in cryptocurrency. But my interest is nothing to do with cryptocurrency at all, because blockchain also is used in industry a lot. Uh, basically, it is a much better, it's a next level data management system compared to centralized database. At Acquire, of course, your users appreciate how important good data management is and what the good database can do. Um, when I learned about blockchain technology, I realized that this is like a next level database where uh, the ownership of the data doesn't sit with just one uh, entity, but the ownership and the control of the data transactions is um, under many participants. Everybody who needs the access to one source of truth and anybody who needs to know what kind of changes were made to information. Uh, this is the blockchain technology is unique and revolutionary and is the only um, system uh, that allows that. Um, cryptocurrency just became the first, the most widespread use of it, uh, but the technology itself can handle much more than just cryptocurrencies. So how does blockchain then fit in the mining natural resources industry? Uh, it really is just beginning in the mining and mineral resources, although many companies by now have offered blockchain-based solutions to the mining industry. Um, 
the first kind of applications that I started, you know, hearing about were in 2017, 2018. So, you know, a few years have uh, passed, but compared to all other industries, mining is falling behind. Uh, blockchain now is used in many uh, other industries, most notably where we should be looking at oil and gas. Um but also in the construction industry, in logistics, in real estate, and what is mining industry, if not a combination of all three. We have construction, we have logistics, our mining licenses are, are our real estate. Uh, but in terms of how it is now used, uh, blockchain in mining started by tracking the origin of diamonds and gold. The buyers wanted to ascertain that the diamonds that they're buying and the gold they're buying are not blood diamonds and not like illegally mined gold under, you know, slavery conditions. It then extended to cobalt as well, because a lot of cobalt comes from Congo. People wanted to know that this cobalt comes from the legal mines and does not involve any child labor. So it started by tracking the origins of these um, materials. Uh, and the next step was uh, tracking the parameters of ESG, environmental, social, and governance. So currently, the most widespread application, I would say, for blockchain in mining is in tracking this ESG parameters. And if you look at the companies that are offering their blockchain services, blockchain as a service on their website, you will see on all of them that they offer this ESG uh, tracking. But uh, as I mentioned before, there are many other applications, and these applications are also being developed, for example, tracking containers that carry uh, iron ore concentrate from Australia to China, uh, all the digital documentation uh, that goes with these containers is being tracked on blockchain that provides efficiency, that provides uh, transparency, uh, and uh, also tracking the assay data uh, information. This are only being developed right now. Gradually, independent labs start to learn about blockchain uh, technology and how they can you know, use it and how they co can cooperate with their clients uh, using blockchain technology. So uh, luckily for my company, um, the users are many and they're growing. Uh, over many different metals and materials uh, and also over many geographies. Hmm. Wow, that's amazing. It just how much it's very interesting to see how blockchain doesn't just apply to one specific thing. It can it has many uses and especially in the miners industry, there's so much uh, application for it. So so what kind of data or information, you know, is particularly in this industry would play a part in blockchain technology? So blockchain, of course, is a database for managing digital data, uh, right? So the step one, we need to convert our physical commodity into a digital uh, piece of information, into a file. Um, there are various 
options to do that. I mentioned it all started with tracking diamonds, for example. And what they did with diamonds, they did a 3D scan of a diamond in the rough, and each diamond in the rough is unique. And this created this digital signature that they could then track, you know, how this diamond traveled from, you know, the mine to the processing facility to the jeweler and finally to the client. Um, but if we think about it, majority of the information that we deal with now is actually digital. Um, we very rarely deal with paper, although mining industry is guilty of that, probably more than other industries. Uh, but still, you know, most of the stuff that we're dealing with is uh, digital information. So any piece of digital information can be tracked on blockchain. The difference is anything that gets onto blockchain, uh, it gets this cryptographic um, signature. Uh, and if there is any change to the original file, it, it will be visible to all the participants who have the right to see this change. So this is the difference uh, compared to the standard centralized database where just one entity is in control of everything. Uh, so any digital information, what does that mean? Uh, think about it. Uh, for me, as an exploration geologist, I already mentioned assay data, very important. I'm thinking of the assay data going onto blockchain directly uh, from the independent lab. Then all shipment information. So this is something that is already happening in mining and also happens in oil and gas industry and in many other industries. All your bills of lading, uh, which track, you know, um, information on when the container was shipped, what was the quality of the material. Um, it can also track live the geographic position. Uh, and I, I know we'll be talking about that uh, later. Uh, so basically any movement of the digital information on a blockchain platform uh, is much more reliable, transparent. Um, each party is responsible for what they put on this platform uh, because uh, others, others who are interested in this transaction, they can see each actor, um, of course, within what rights they have to you know see this information and yeah we can talk about that a bit later okay so you know in in the recent years i'd say almost in the last decade we've seen a lot more especially with technology advancing uh, machine learning uh, ai um, more people moving towards working on smart devices out in the field um, so how how could blockchain technology integrate with those types of digital technologies this is a very exciting aspect of a blockchain technology because it is obviously a digital database. It integrates very well with all uh, AI devices or any kind of uh, device uh, that is reading information right in the field. Uh, so uh, again, this information that is read by the device can go directly onto the blockchain platform uh, and uh, there can be no interference. One of the examples that I like to use, um, we all hear about this tragic dam failures, right, in Brazil that cost so much lives and such incredible environmental damage. The information uh, from the devices that are measuring the um, 
saturation uh, of the dam could go uh, rather than to, you know, individual company uh, or just one uh, entity like a government entity or some independent consultant um, and then it's very hard to prove is that really the the information how you're going to verify it if this information was submitted directly from the device and onto a blockchain database, uh, then there is no argument. Um, there can be no changes that are made by any party who is interested to change the data post factum. Um, so that's that's one uh, application. Uh, any sort of data, you know, from your drilling rig, um, if you have a, a location of the drilling rig or uh, the rate of drilling, etc., anything that can be disputed, um, can can uh, be helped by removing this um, problem when one party can change the data if they really really need to. Um, so this blockchain platform brings transparency and responsibility, um, something that just is not possible without this cryptographic um, feature, the encryption of the data right away, because blockchain is like a one-way uh, street, if you like. Once the information has been encrypted and it goes onto blockchain, there is no way to unwind it back and uh, to find out what it was and if the even one digit in this file is changed, it creates a completely different cryptographic signature. Therefore, you can't really fake uh, the uh, information that is already there. It is possible to uh, submit new information. Yes, absolutely. It's not like if you made a mistake, you can't correct it, you can. But the second entry will be visible to those who uh, have the right to see it. And maybe we should talk a bit about the, you know, transparency on blockchain and what that actually uh, means, because a lot of people are scared about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that was, I, that was the one word that just popped up and you said it numerous times that transparency, it's, uh, it's quite a lot of companies that we're I'm seeing is needing more, you know, they, the managers want to understand where the data is coming, what gets changed. And, from having a centralized database, it doesn't always capture that information. So that's where blockchain fits to to solve that that problem. So I I I think that I like that having transparency and increased security gives more power to those that need to see the data. <clears throat> so so then, what are some of the business benefits of blockchain tech in the mining natural resources industry? So I want to see this from the point of view of the mining industry. So the uses that I mentioned so far, the one that are most common right now is tracking where the metals are coming from and also proving what your ESG uh, parameters are. Uh, and in terms of tracking, as a mining industry, we don't need to know where our metals and materials are coming from. We know that this is a requirement that is being pushed onto us as miners by our buyers. 
Uh, so it becomes like an extra burden, right? We need to prove that, you know, we're good miners. Although it has an added benefit, once we prove it, then we improve the image of the mining industry, which is something that is very much needed, really, in the society. Uh, in terms of tracking ESG parameters, that's already closer to my cause because uh, I think it's just more efficient uh, tracking the ESG parameters on uh, blockchain and it will be just outright, you know, a business benefit. You have a system uh, that is more advanced uh, than just emailing your PDFs reports or sending your, God forbid, Excel spreadsheets with uh, information. Uh, so it's just a more efficient system. And again, um, you know, this immutability of information, the transparency for all those involved, it, it's just, you know, a, a better system to uh, handle uh, the data. But uh, there are things where there is a lot to be done, uh, such as blockchain platforms allow uh, development of smart contracts. And maybe we should step back a little bit if we have time. Um, there are two major cryptocurrencies, right, that uh, appeared first. One, of course, was the Bitcoin, uh, which continues to operate. And Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency system. And it's only um, use is Bitcoin. There is nothing else you can do on this platform. And then there is another platform called Ethereum. And Ethereum is a principally very different blockchain platform. Uh, it, it also has a cryptocurrency called Ether, but it allows much more. It's like an open platform on which you can develop different applications. And on Ethereum, many smart contracts uh, have been created. What does it mean, smart contract? Self-executing contract, saving money, time, and hassle to those who enter into this agreement to execute smart contracts. Smart contracts are uh, now extensively used in construction industry. They are being used in oil and gas industry. And I'm very much looking forward to see more implementation in mining industry. This is where I see a big area uh, for growth. Okay. <laughs> No, all... no, that's that's quite interesting. So what challenges then would companies be facing when they implement blockchain technology? Currently, the main challenge is uh, simply lack of uh, understanding of the technology and what it can bring. There is fear. Uh, the fear is, of course, related to you know, the thinking, oh, blockchain means cryptocurrency, we don't deal in cryptocurrency. So that's first uh, kind of challenge that uh, we have to overcome in uh, our education of the mining industry about blockchain technology. Uh, and the second fear is, oh, it seems very, you know, sophisticated, maybe we will need, you know, a very large uh, IT department to just handle that. Maybe we will need very expensive computers. Uh, or maybe it will cost us a lot of electricity costs, which is completely not the case. Uh, so the main challenge right now is just this uh, lack of understanding. And a big part of what we do is uh, talking to mining companies and 
promoting what applications are have already you know exist um it's a very important point that we try to convey is it's not something that the mining company needs to develop themselves um I think they should trust the professionals. Uh, basically, blockchain technology is a kind of a software technology. And just as the mining company shouldn't try and develop their own acquire, <laughs> they shouldn't try and develop their own you know, blockchain because there are professionals uh, who have already done it uh, for others. And it is much better more efficient and more promising. And as an industry, we will benefit uh, if we work together and use companies that already have experience. It's a obviously a specialist area of expertise. And uh, we need to work with these companies. This way, the whole you know, industry will benefit from, from the technology in general. Um, our company, Company Chain, uh, is agnostic in terms of what kind uh, of application uh, you use. We are happy to help uh, all companies who promote the blockchain technology in various areas. Uh, all these startups, and they're mainly startups, uh, but now they've grown quite a bit, you know, over the years. Um, but each startup has a slightly different flavor. Uh, and I think there is room for all of them. Uh, and we will see how it will develop. Blockchain technology really is revolutionary technology, just like we couldn't predict what internet will mean for us when we just started email. We didn't know it will end up with, you know, this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with blockchain technologies, that level of innovation, it's that level of like a next step development. So we don't know how it will, you know, transpire, but certainly um, I'm believer in the technology and I'm very glad to see that all the companies that we see now are offering this um, services blockchain as a service they have all grown over the years and uh, both you know in terms of the number of commodities and the geography that they cover okay so you do mention about transparency um you know with th there's a lot of concern of more recently a lot with like um hacking and attacks and stuff like that um you know what what kind of options are there in terms of blockchain um so that companies can you know understand if they were to implement blockchain how can they go about protecting themselves yeah that's a very good question uh, so there are two types of blockchain platforms there are public uh, platforms and then there are private uh, blockchain platforms uh currently majority of enterprise blockchain is run on a private blockchain platform. What does it mean? It means that only the people who are invited are allowed to participate uh, on this particular blockchain platform. So one of the biggest one, for example, is run by IBM Hyperledger. And so far, majority of the industrial applications of blockchain are run on the private blockchain platforms. It has its shortcomings because then it is less distributed. It is less kind of independent. The trend is to gradually move from this private uh, blockchain platforms into a public but public 
blockchain still allows for complete security of all the information. Public doesn't mean that everybody can see everything. Still, the nodes of this blockchain platform, even in the public system, have limited rights to access to a particular information. Uh, but I think just because of the general fear of the industry, for now, it starts on this private blockchain platforms or sometimes even blockchain platforms that are developed just for this particular enterprise. Um, and gradually, you know, sometimes when people uh, have more confidence, then they can move uh, onto a public platform. And the reason they would do it is, uh, first of all, for efficiency, you can put in more participants, um, but also for actually security. Because if it is a private platform, still the people who designed it or people who run it, like IBM, uh, they have... Uh, too much power, let's put yeah, uh, over the whole system. So it is actually better to jump into you know the public blockchain, but so far, um, majority of the applications are on private. And I think that's a good first step and in, in the right direction. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, Tanya. So I've I've done a little bit of some research on on blockchain, and, and one of the sort of controversies or another issue with blockchain is, um, I guess, the proof of work. It requires a lot of computing and processing power, which takes up a lot of energy. Um, so there's there's a bit of a concern about that. Um, and with with mining companies now moving towards good ESG principles and just following how they are impacting the environment, you know. What what would you say to those that would be concerned about the at least their environmental impact if a company wanted to implement blockchain technology? I love this question because uh, the answer to this uh, it is a zero environmental impact. Uh, the mining of the cryptocurrencies, which is uh, energy you know consuming process is something uh, that is only applicable to mining cryptocurrencies because to create these new blocks they have to uh, solve this cryptographic puzzle that is artificially created to make it more and more difficult uh, to solve uh, for industrial blockchain there is no cryptographic puzzle to be solved. It's just unnecessary. So the energy consumption is just not a question. It's not even whether it is proof of work or proof of stake. Uh, for industrial application, when there is no blocks to be earned, because the participants don't need to earn the blocks. Oh, uh, so the energy consumption is just a non-issue. But I hear this question often and they say, oh, how do you say we're going to be ESG responsible? I'm like, yeah, just no, no problem at all. Huh. Not, not an issue. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, especially with like cryptocurrency. When you're dealing with, with financial side of things, you want to make sure you know, you are being as secure and you have, and so you have a stronger encryption versus the industrial applications. It doesn't need to be as require that extra work. So no, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that definitely took a question that was, it was in my mind the whole time. And I was like, how do you get that? And it's like, oh, there is actually a, <laughs> a way to get a, how it works. Yeah, so. there is no, because you don't need to earn the extra block. Mm -hmm. Like, so when you're mining Bitcoin, what are you doing? You're earning a Bitcoin mm -hmm. in order to certify the next block of transactions well in this case the 
there is no earning. You don't need to earn anything. You're not trying to make any money of it. Uh, you are recording a transaction that doesn't cost any energy mm-hmm. whatsoever. You just, you are creating a, a hash and that's, you know, that, that doesn't require any energy. So energy consumption for industrial application is a non-issue. Excellent. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your for your time. Uh, thank you. Uh, if I may, I would like to invite all your listeners uh, to have to visit um, my website, www.blockchaininmining.com, uh, where we have recording of many webinars. Uh, they're all free. Uh, and all available for you uh, to just have a look what kind of companies work in this space and what they do. And we will be very happy to answer any questions. Awesome. Thank you so much. Definitely learned a lot more than when I first started this, uh, the podcast. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for listening to Acquire's podcast, The Gym Channel. Find us at acquire.com.au.